This podcast episode is brought to you by the Bass Parlor app. The Bass Parlor app is an app that connects music talent with other music talent. So now you can handpick your music team directly. You know, whether you're an artist, a producer, an audio engineer, an instrumentalist, or a songwriter, you can find other music talent that you want to work with, want to connect with, and want to create with. The Bass Parlor app is available on the App Store and the Google Play. Welcome, everybody, to the Bass Parlor app podcast. Today, our special guest is a producer out the Atlanta area, Mass Beats. What's up, man? What's good? Yes, sir. I'm glad you could join us here today. Yeah, I'm proud to be here. Thanks. All right. So uh, you're originally, though, from uh, Riverside, California, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Cali boy. You know okay. I mean? So I'm just been all over the place. I ain't been in uh, Georgia too long. Okay. Almost been two years, but yeah, I'm a Cali boy. Oh, two years. So you still pretty new. You still pretty new. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm new new. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what, what brought you out here from uh, from California? Really, my family was out here. So the thing is, I was in the military. So after my 20 years was done, like, I tried to get close to the family, and that's why I'm over here. Okay. So okay. it was already okay. over here, so then I just started to come over here. Okay. So were you you were producing already in California and in the military when you came out here. You already, man. I, I was producing like because back in the days I used to uh, I used to rap. So I had more of a I was more into rap than like producing. But I was the one making the beats and doing all that stuff anyways. But I was more into rapping. And then about like thirty three years old, I kind of kicked back from the rap and then got more into you know making the beats like just strictly staying in the beat so okay that's how that happened okay good deal man so yeah take us take us all the way back to the beginning you said you started out rapping and you kind of slid into production as a uh, someone who started out rapping do you feel that it helped you out when it came to producing tracks oh yeah most definitely because when i used to go around like because with, with the rapping like we were straight like underground we were straight underground like i mean Heavily into Wu-Tang, alcoholics, like we was in the underground season in, in, in L.A. So um, our style, like there wasn't a lot of people that was like that. So when we rap, like we needed somebody to make beats. I was the one that started doing that. So we started just making beats and it was more of a it wasn't more like, you know, calculated how it is now. It was kind of like you make some beats and make the loops and you just rap or we just freestyle somebody we have a group of five somebody's making a different noise and beatboxing and it all sounds like one instrument you know what i mean so and then one guy freestyles so we're doing that and we get used to that so i started making beats and making beats and then when i got into the military i started running to other people from all over the world they rapping this and this and that so i'm making beats and then we get together and we start you know just collaborating then you know you got a pcs or somewhere else meet somebody else and then you're doing the same thing. So that's how that happened. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Like, I'm sure being in the military, being exposed to so many different people, so many different cultures, so many different exactly. music, did that have an effect on your sound? Like before you went to the military, never from mental military, that, that influence of other cultures having an influence on your sound? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because back in the days, it was just underground, underground LA style, you know, shout out to, uh, um, the freestyle fellowship 
and Project Blow and all that, because that's who, that's what we grew up with. Really didn't know too much except for like woo. I mean, we were down with you know underground East Coast, but then when I started getting around other people from the South and you know Chicago and stuff like that, then you start rapping with them and getting with them. So then when you you form in a group while you're in the military, everybody from everywhere, so all styles started meshing together. So you start picking up what you what you you know what you're getting from this person and that person, and kind of develop develops your own uh, style. So that's how that happened. Like it's. I mean, and, and that's how it influenced me. So now, uh, I mean, I know, I know how to, I guess you could say, piece it together with like the, the southern, the northern, east and west, and you know, and then it just develops into one melting pot. So, right. now, that's that's awesome, man. That's awesome. And then, from that standpoint, when you when you work with an artist, regardless of where you know where they're from, do you like to uh, like craft the song with the artist? Are you someone who likes to make the beat and then give it to the artist? Or do you like to craft a song with the artist or this changes based on whatever situation is? I am more a hundred percent like being with the artist. Like I, I want to be able to vibe with the artist. So if I, if I can feel the artist and the artist is feeling me, then it, I, I feel it's like more genuine, more like a hundred percent. Like you, you really into the, you know, into the feel of it. Yeah. So just making yeah. a beat and just throwing it out there, you know, it's kind of just, you know, the rapper can feel it. You're just feeling your beat, really. But right. when you're with the the person, it's it's totally different, hundred percent different. Okay, okay. So, is there a certain kind of artist that you like working with, like a certain genre, certain style? Is there someone that you kind of gravitate to? See, and that's where I, I get conflicted because. Like I said, I'm 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 more like strictly like gutter underground rap. So so about a about a year and a half, like I got to a point to where I stopped making beats, stopped producing because I felt too overwhelmed. Cause I was trying to keep up with the Joneses, what everybody else was doing, trying to do what they're doing. It sounded like them. And that wasn't the real me a hundred percent. And I know how I like to make beats and what I'm into, because I love Luke. I love like RZA is like, you know, the producer that I love. I always follow uh, RZA. So I kind of fell off for a while and then talking to other people that like, well, if you're trying to like make it, you got to make those type of beats. You got to make trap beats and all that stuff. So I got to the point where I was making it, but I, it wasn't hundred percent. So I wasn't really feeling it. You know, so I was making the beats, but I wasn't really happy. Right. Until, right. until I heard, Griselda. And once I heard Griselda, my it, it just opened something up in me and I started getting, you know, happy again. And then I, I realized that, you know, this is the type of beats that I like. This is what I want. Right. So I started getting back into that. And then like now it's like clicking. Like that's the fire that got me there. Make me feel like I'm back in the 90s again. So that's how that's who I like to I like to get lyrical artists. Okay. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. I was looking at some of your, uh, even some of your old questions. I was listening to your, your stuff on B Stars and looking at some of your old Instagrams and like you right in the pocket with the '90s hip hop, you know, like the yeah. now you like reference RZA. Uh, you can hear some influence of like DJ Premier in there. Um, yeah, yeah. These were these some of your main influences growing up when you start first started producing. Oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely, one hundred percent RZA. Um, um, Habit, like Alchemist. Yeah, like, yeah, you know that—that's my—that's my. Those are the ones who influenced me. 
Yeah, yeah. I haven't got the best snares I've ever heard in my life. Like the mob yeah. deep snares, I'm like, man, where you where you get these? Yeah. Yeah. It's that crazy. Mob it's deep. Yeah. So what was it about? You say Griselda? It was Griselda. Griselda. What was that sparked you to make you like, oh, that kind of reinvigorate you to want to produce. What was it about that that person? It was, I forgot the name of the name of the uh, the track that they came out with, but it was the way that 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 the sound of the loop and how they make it sound kind of old, you know, and it's just going and it's just loop and you know you're not worried about the you know where this is gonna hit and how it's gonna drop and then come in and they just like put the beat on and they just gave it to you. Right. You know, and, and and that's what I just love. Just rap. Just give me some rap. Just right. give me some lyrics. Something that I could just feel. Just talk about something, you know? So. That inspires you to do that. That's yeah. good. That's one of the things. Is that one of the things you see uh, lacking in today's hip-hop? Is this that that lyric? That something you can hold on to? The non-disposable part of the lyrics? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and... and I guess because of the, the 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 location where I'm at, like trap is here, trap is more heavily influenced. So it's kind of hard to find artists that just spit on lyrics. Right. So, and then like I said, I like to be with the with the artist to build. So it's kind of hard here. So that's why it's mainly for me right now. It's just like just making beats and trying to find somebody. Right. Um. But you know it. it not saying I can't do trap beat. I could try it, but you know what I'm saying. Like I said, I gotta, I gotta feel it. Yeah, yeah. It's not your heart like that. Yeah, you gotta be true to it, man. You gotta be true to your heart. You know what I'm saying? Is that one that? So my, my next question, I, I guess it kind of goes along with that. Um, you know, thinking back over the past couple years, uh, what's the biggest lesson that you learned? It sounds like you know one of the lessons that you learned is be true to the stuff that you feel. You know, and, that, that, you feel. and that and that's it. It's being true. Being true to yourself and making sure that you're happy with it, like make sure that you're you're. It doesn't it, the the opinions of somebody else doesn't matter. It's whatever you feel inside. Like that that is the number one thing because you can stress yourself out. I stress myself out heavenly, trying to please everybody. You can't just please everybody. You got to please yourself. Once you do that, then all that stuff will come later. That's how I feel. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, lastly, I just want to know, I'm just curious about what's your, what's your, your, your process for making a beat? Do you usually start with the drums? Do you start with the melody? Do you start with a sample first? What's, what's been your usual process? My, it, it, it's in between melody and, and the sample. Okay. Like sometimes I hear a sample and it's just like, oh, I got to get this in there. And then sometimes it's the melody and then I can throw the sample in there. Like I try to start with the, the the drums first, it don't work. It don't work. So mainly, it, it, I'll start with either the sample if it sounds right, or, or mainly it's the melody. All right. Once again, man, I appreciate joining us here today on the podcast. This is uh awesome producer, incredible producer. I live in Atlanta now, but originally from uh from Riverside, California, Mass Beats. Man, I appreciate joining us here today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.